Well, good. Hello, 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 people. It's Friday. Hey, it's Friday. Hey, y'all know what we do over here on Friday on Candace's Sush. We over here session with some of our favorite women over here. I've been waiting all week for this one. This is going to be good, juicy, and all beautiful. Hello, sunshine. How are you today? Hi, how are you? It's amazing to be here. Thank you so yes. much for having like, me. You see Y'all see them earrings, y'all? Them earrings is popping. Y'all see them earrings, y'all? Look, yeah, listen, listen. So Gotta represent. I, my, I know that's <laughs> right. Before I lose all my brain cells, let's get to it. For those meeting you for the first time, my love, tell them who you are and what it is that you do. Thank you. I'm Miss Reed Wiki, and I'm one half of the dynamic duo that's founded the Afro Canada Bud System. It's an online space where my partner, I call her my partner, and she started calling me her partner. Natalie Cox and I, we created this space and dedicated it to the normalization of cannabis for black women across Canada primarily, but everywhere. It was founded because um, cannabis was legally um, legalized, okay, in October of 2018, federally. That's, you know, coast to coast, all over our country. And yet, um, Nobody's done anything to really educate black women to even entice or, or advertise to black women, but even to just reconnect us to the plant. So um, basically, my uh, partner and I, we were session one day and she was saying, there's got to be other people out there like us. And I said, absolutely, there are other black women out there like us. They just don't know we're here because we're so used to hiding our cannabis use before legalization happened, right? You hid right. it from people. You didn't talk about it at work. It wasn't, you know, glamorous. You didn't even necessarily mention it while dating. But with legalization, we're passionate about ending the stigma associated with cannabis because it was never, it never belonged with it to begin with. Okay. So, Miss Wiki, Khadija, KK, you know, before we get into how you got here, we gonna travel back a bit of time, just a smidge. I wanna know when's the first time you smoked. The first time you ever had in love with the plant. You touched okay. the plant, you talked to uh, the first time. What, what was that like? Okay, the first time I smoked, I was about 18 and a half, maybe 19. Okay. And it was in an alleyway in Montreal near like a pub that a lot of college students used to head to. And um, I had a friend, a really artsy friend who smoked and she would smoke all the time, but I'd never touch it. So I tried it and I didn't feel anything. So fast forward about six months later, I'm in Washington, D.C. on a school trip visiting Howard University. And I'm with a bunch of people and they pass around a blunt. And I was like, oh, my gosh, this is going to be my first blunt. I took two puffs and I was lifted. And the rest was kind of history in terms of okay. me at least knowing that I liked and appreciated cannabis. Okay. So now you're like 18, 19. You love and appreciate cannabis. How we get here? Why cannabis? How did you get to okay. that? Okay. I wouldn't say I loved it yet. I liked it, but there was a lot of stigma, even, you know, because we're talking the early 90s, there was a lot of stigma right. still associated with it. Um, but that being said, my cannabis exposure after that was almost exclusively from men, either guys I dated, people I was related to, you know, a good friend, things like that. So um, I would only smoke typically socially and the odd time if I was on vacation, I'd make a purchase until 
fast forward about 2017, I was dealing with like ongoing shoulder pain. And I found like it was, I was struggling to sleep at night and I wanted something that was going to, you know, just distract me at least from the pain. I tried some cannabis um, and I realized it was pretty effective for helping me sleep through the night. And so I started like just looking around. Okay. So I'd never developed any longstanding relationship with a weed man. So how am I getting it? I would, I'd approach my son's barber. I'd approach anybody that I knew that smoked, you know? Um, but I didn't have too long to go because legalization was coming down. Um, and, uh, I think it was the 2015 election where, you know, the government got elected. We knew part of their platform was going to be the legalization of cannabis. So I kind of felt like it wasn't going to be much longer. If I was just patient, you know, legalization was going to happen. I was hearing little bits about uh, medical cannabis, but when I approached my own family doctor about it and asked him, you know, for a referral, because I wanted to try something different for pain management other than the painkillers he was uh, prescribing me, he was like, oh, no, 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 we don't do those things. Almost acting like I was asking for a back alley drug deal instead of a referral to a medical cannabis clinic. So um, even as far back as early 2018, there wasn't a lot of information uh, available. Fast forward about 10 months, legalization happens. Okay, so now it's legal, but there weren't any places to really procure it um, because it it took a while for them to do the licensing framework and whatnot. I happened to encounter or discover um, an area uh, in indigenous territory, not too far from me, about an hour northeast. And right there on uh, the Ojibwe reservation of Alderville, I found a medical cannabis dispensary. Okay. Became okay. a member, and it was such an experience to walk into a store, and all you could smell was the aroma of bud. And he was like, "Yes, I have yes. been to the Mecca, Mecca Exactly, <laughs> exactly. But it wasn't just the aroma of bud because I'm not going to pretend that I knew a lot of what right. I was even looking for. And that's where they, I really appreciate what they were offering. Even back then, they would have like leafly charts, you know, their old charts that would say the indicas, the sativas, right. and they would describe like the different effects to expect. So that each, each strain they would have on display would list um, the medical benefits it could help and the effects or side effects you could anticipate, whether it was paranoia, whether it was, you know, it'll help your appetite, all the different things would be listed. And so it made it an even more inviting environment for me to A, medicate, as well as learn about the plant. So I'm really grateful for that area because they are still like heads and shoulders ahead of everybody else in the legal cannabis industry because they're not as constri- they're not as restricted by the government on how they're allowed to share that information. Our uh, federal government was pretty strict on what they allow. Like cannabis was legalized to keep away from kids and to eliminate the black market. That was all they cared about. They didn't care about educating people about its benefits. They didn't even care about educating them about the history of the prohibition or why it was illegal and now we've done a 180 degree turn. None of that mattered. So we're left with a wonderful plant, but at least a couple of generations of people who are not necessarily inclined to try it. But when you go into these longstanding medical can- medical, medical cannabis dispensaries, right. their clientele are all Caucasian senior citizens. 
So okay, okay. it goes to show you they didn't have the same hangups approaching the Flint that right. people in racially targeted communities okay. would be facing. So that was a very eye-opening for me too. But fast forwarding to that and we get through legalization. Yes, we've got cannabis here, but nobody's really telling you how to buy it. And right. I didn't have a, a weed man in my pocket to guide me through. So it was a lot of self-learning um, right. along right. the way and, you know, experimenting. And then when we started the Bud Sisters group, well, I was bringing a bunch of women with me along this journey. So it's been a really good blast for that. You know, a really okay. great journey. So let me ask you, where were you at? Okay. Where were mm -hmm. you at when you came up with Miss Weed Wiki? Like, how did you, like, do you remember that moment in time? Like, what were you doing? I, I do. It wasn't even me who came up with the moniker. I have to thank Tanya Hill, who's a wonderful member of ours and founder of a really important um, space, uh, Black Moms Connection. She was common, like, she'd ask questions and would say, you know, anytime somebody would have a question in our online space, our Facebook group, I would pipe in with my answer. And she one day responded, you know, you're really the weed wiki. Like, you're the Wikipedia of weed. So I need you're to right. call you weed wiki. And I was like, I like that. And so that's how this weed wiki was born. Okay. So before we get to what exactly Ms. Weed Wiki does, I want to know, I need some tea now. I need some tea. Are you a flower girl or a concentrate girl oh i am primarily a flower girl but i live in canada and winter isn't the friendliest here so i don't <laughs> i i let go of that commitment as tightly during the winter and that's when i become a concentrate person for sure like i will dab during the winter months more than going out and smoking a joint multiple times okay. a day the way I might do with regular therapy now, because I'm a medical cannabis patient and I use it also for some pain management. I'm, I can be, you know, I'll be using it from early in the day, you know, throughout. Right. So I don't have the, I don't have the endurance to go out in, in minus 20 degrees to smoke a joint. I was never a tobacco smoker, so I'm not committed to bad weather smoking. like that. So concentrates okay. allow me to change it up. You know, and smoke that. Okay. 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 And stay warm. <laughs> okay. So when you, you got the name Miss Wee Wiki, what does Miss Wee Wiki does? What, what okay. does she do? How is she, how is Miss Wee Wiki different than Khadija? And what does oh. Miss Wee Wiki do? Okay. Well, Miss Wee Wiki is about educating people about the plant. And I mean, even from a basic cannabis literacy level. Um, it's everything about wanting to fill in the gap when legalization came in and it's like they said, okay, cannabis isn't bad for you anymore, but nothing else was done. Nothing else was done. So um, one of the things I did is I would do some weed wiki tips in my group. I would do videos about even uh, the different types of apparatuses. You know, there's dry flower, you know, burners, right? Right. Um, there's um, devices you can use for vaping, for concentrate. Right. So as I would encounter these devices, because I love to try all new things, I would share right. that information with my audience, either the Bud Sisters primarily, but also anybody who would be following me on YouTube or on my social media channels like Instagram and Twitter. Okay. So, yeah, that's how it would start. And then eventually um, I started, um, I developed a podcast, the Miss Weed Wiki Speaks podcast. 
And that allowed me to connect with different people in the cannabis space or with a passion for cannabis and connect them with our audience. Okay. All right. Y'all hear that podcast. Y'all better catch it. Y'all already saw the links in the description below right there. You better catch it. It's juicy. And she always dropping gems on podcast for free. Y'all better get the free gem she dropping. You better get over there. I'm trying to tell you now. Let me ask you this though. What is the biggest misconception that people have about you and why? Um, it's hard to say, you know, the biggest misconception is probably that I don't smoke weed because I'll be honest, I wasn't very upfront about it until probably earlier this year professionally. Okay. In my day job, I handle risk management and I work in a, you know, in a financial services company. Right. even though cannabis is legal, it's just not, you know, it's not, a, it's not accepted yet. Yeah, Little right. things are happening and I, I do try to take opportunities. For example, when we're socializing, I'll talk about my pastime of growing my medicine that I grow my cannabis that I smoke and things like that. Right. So doing things like that. And when people realize, oh, you use cannabis, well, then I'm changing their perception because until I bring it up, they have no idea necessarily. Correct. I, I get that. Like, I know for me, um, for a while I was scared to like, if I smoked, I would smoke at home and I'm not a big drinker. Like I drink maybe, I'm a wine drinker. Let's be clear. I drink wine and that's probably just if every once in a while I might drink Hennessy or shot or something, but that's like Friday night in the house type thing. But I'm not at the bar throwing them back, not like that. Um, so I'm prim- primarily, a, you know, a flower girl. And um, so for me, you know, the stigma of being outside smoking because people don't like smoking and people will like always look at frowning nose up. So it was hard. So I'm probably like you in that sense, like maybe I want to say probably like two years now I've been like slowly coming out. And then like a year ago, I was just like, listen, people, this is it. Like, this is what it is. Either, first of all, don't invite me if I can't smoke. I'm not coming. Um, <laughs> right. I'm not, right. I'm not coming. I will support you. I love you from a distance. You know, what? You know, whatever I can support, I can. But if I can't smoke, I'm not coming. And second of all, I smoke. And I use it for, you know, mental illness, mental stress. I, I, I use it for a couple of different things. I primarily grow for my mom. You know what I mean? It helps my mom as well. So... Like I'm, I'm like you. Like I'm with like at this point, accept it or don't. Either which way, I'm okay. okay. Yes, yes. It's that. Ex- it you know we're getting older. I'm getting older. All right, and there's so much to deal with, so much to balance. And by the way, we're all a good year and a half into a, a global pandemic on top of okay. it. Okay. Whatever gets you through, because I mean, literally, we started the Afro Canada Buds one week before COVID happened. Wow. And Right? Like, so, so many women have told us individually and even collectively how much, like, those conversations, even we would talk about, look, um, we would be honest with each other three, four weeks, three weeks in. Oh, my gosh, I went through my month's supply of weed in two weeks. Like, you know, like, we would talk about how we were stressed by what was happening, but how we're using, you know, cannabis to help us through, help us cope, you know? And right. we, you know, things were locked down, things were closing. We would be staying up to date. Oh, this is the, you know, the, the government delivery, cannabis delivery. This is their turnaround time. Like we stayed up to date and connected through okay. the worst moments of the lockdown, primarily because cannabis was bringing us together to joke and laugh, you know? 
we would have uh, Friday night sessions where, you know, eight o'clock, nine o'clock at night. It started with just four of us women in the using like um, a messenger app through the Facebook group. Right, and right. we would smoke up and make funny faces and just let let our hair down from the week. And right, it right. grew, it grew. And then fast forward to about October, uh, we knew that a lo lockdown was coming back up here. And we were like, okay, how do we help our members prepare? Because we were really caught, obviously, flat-footed right, the first time. Right. And we wanted to maintain opportunities to stay virtually connected. So we started doing um, a mental health check-in. So a two-hour Zoom chat we've been hosting every Wednesday night since about the second week of October. And oh, that is nice. Yes, we have women from all over. Like We have regular members who join us from New York City, although she's just moved to Oklahoma City. Uh, Huntsville, Alabama, Vancouver, Toronto, Brampton, Montreal, like so many um, women who some of them will tune in. One of them's tuned in from Virginia and she'd been listening about it and hearing about it for a year, but it took her a while to, to build up right. the nerve to join. But invariably, um, everybody is loving the opportunity to just chill for two hours with other black women. We can discuss Anything and everything Anything. from what we're smoking to microaggressions we're dealing with at work or stressors in the house while we're trying to survive, right. you know, right. not knowing what the future and managing our anxiety. We'll talk about, hey, um, tolerance breaks when people need that, you know. Um, right. We'll, we'll, and we'll, we also introduce our, our, um, our, our members to different experts that we come across. So. I've connected our members with a psilocybin therapist out in New Jersey, a wonderful mm -hmm. black woman and fellow bud sister now who, you know, gave us an, two hours of her time answering people's questions about psilocybin. So it's really, it's a great, um, uh, this group has been like almost building our own tribe, but also our own support system, our own movement. It's so many things wrapped up into one, but it's, it's an amazing journey. What, what I hear is you found the way to get you um, your own psychiatrist without having to pay for one. That's what, like, sometimes yes, you need to. As much you as, need right, to. As much as, they, as much as they think that you're saving them sometimes, they don't even probably realize how much they're probably even saving you. You know oh, we mean? talk like, about that. We I, do. You know what I mean? So, like, I, that's what I hear. I hear we got a whole support system going on. Got it. Understand. It, that's exactly what it is. It's a peer support system that developed. And, you know, sometimes, some weeks it would be four of us. That's actually pretty rare. Most times, we're about 10, sometimes 15, sometimes even 20 women on there. And okay. all we have in common is that we're Black women and we, we like weed. Some of right. them aren't even very big into weed, and they join for the conversation and the, the station. Right. There's someone else to talk to. You know yeah. what I mean? Sometimes let off a little stress. I get it. I talk to a lot of people who don't. Most of my friends don't smoke. Like, most of my girlfriends don't smoke. So, like, right. I have the, front, the set of friends that do, and then a set of friends who don't. So, and the ones who don't, sometimes they just have stress too. I'm like, I'll be wanting to say so bad, just get a joint. Like, you'll be okay. <laughs> well, part of why we did it on Wednesdays too is it, it tied into one of our earliest theme days, which was Wellness Wednesday. And a big part of wellness is mental health wellness. So, we start every Wednesday with a post asking everybody, what are you doing for mental health or mental wellness today? Or your, your overall wellness and to promote it. And then another thing we started doing, I want to say about March of this year, 
Onward is on Wednesday afternoons. We have a a room on, in Clubhouse. We have our own club in Clubhouse, the Bud Sisters and Friends Network. And uh, it's called, uh, this weekly room we do from 4 p.m. Eastern time is called Canna Queen Straighten Your Crown. And it's just women talking about what they're dealing with that day. What are they dealing with in the cannabis industry? Some of them are like dispensary owners in Michigan or growers and cultivators. Um, we have, you know, an amazing um, fellow bud sister who's uh, an instructional uh, cannabis chef and infused, uh, cannabis infusion chef and instructional uh, workshop offer. And we run this meeting every Wednesday and we network, even if it's pain points about having difficulty finding a bank to service you because you handle right. or you may not even touch cannabis, but they're not going to, you know, because you have cannabis in your name. You know, we Correct. struggle. We struggle with these businesses. It will so shut it's a great you down way to talk minute. about it. Shut you down in a minute. They will shut you down. Right? In a and it's like, Let's what's say. wrong? Exactly. Exactly. So we, 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 we fact find and we troubleshoot and we support each other. And that's primarily what Bud Sisters is about supporting black women in Canada. Okay. So. I heard you say you grow, but before we get into that, well, first question is, what you over there smoking on? Oh, I am smoking on a pen that I got from the Indigenous Cannabis Cup that was just held last weekend. About I saw two that. Hours away. I saw yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, I, I made away like, like a bandit. I made off like a bandit. <laughs> like, they're, first of all, I'm just... To understand, like, we started the Bud Sister Space about, you know, a year and a half ago. I literally went with Natalie to my first ever craft cannabis fair in March of 2020. I And then we have a pandemic. So I haven't had an, a lot of opportunities to be at these places. Right. But anywhere that I can be where people are giving you free free rolls, they're including, like, free and, like and bags and free samples of tea and creams and bath bombs. Like, sign me up. Like, yeah, this. I would have been like, yes, this is another Mecca. Here's the Mecca. <laughs> exactly. This is Nirvana. Like, okay, you know? Yeah. Like, I've made it. it. Thank God. Exactly. <laughs> so, uh, like, that's one of the potential uh, benefits of cannabis that I really, really love. A, I love the plant, but I also love that it, it allows me to socialize. It can allow me to travel right. and network with people. But I also love looking at beautiful dispensaries and, and smelling flower and talking to people about new innovation. So g being able to do all that, even as my passion, is an amazing opportunity that I'm grateful for. So what's in that garden over there? What you growing in that garden? Oh, okay. Mm. All right. Let's start the story of my garden. Last year for the first <laughs> time. So I, cause you got to know about the progress from last year. <laughs> right, right. Last year was my first time starting to grow. And my partner, Natalie, who's a horticulture technician, recent graduate, by the way, I with saw, honors. Yeah. Yes. She got me started on with three clones. And she's like, we're going to get you growing. And I'm like, I can barely grow roses. <laughs> no, don't worry. We got you. <laughs> So I, I grew three plants successfully and even adopted a fourth that someone I gifted had kind of almost ruined, but I, I, I resuscitated. Here's the problem though. I wasn't very good at curing and drying. So I lost about a third of my crop just in like the moisture being in the jar. 
And it almost kind of turned me off from growing this year, but I love green things, right? So this year, Nat gifted me with two Skittles, which are, I want to say about seven feet tall now. All right. I'm starting to bud on my back deck. And um, she gifted me first with a, an orange Burmese plant. I think Ooh. that one's CBD. Here's the funny thing, though. One of my plants from last year dropped a seed. It was a Jack Harrow plant. And that right. bloomed. So that one's in full flower right now. I have a <laughs> bonus Jack Harrow plant. I have two papaya mango hash plants. That and I have two death bubble plants. And most oh. of the genetics, other than the death bugs, come, uh, death bubble, most of the genetics actually come from California. Uh, Mr. Westmont's neighborhood, who is a her, Natalie's grow mentor, um, he and her have been discussing and playing with genetics. And, and so I get to be the beneficiary of, you know, all their, their work or their experiments at least. I know that's why y'all hear that people drying and curing is a serious thing. It and is. Just so you, so just so you know, go over there, hit the link in my bio. We just finished talking about curing and terpenes. Okay, people, it was just a class from there. What chat was for y'all already know, Gromies, go get that information. We just talked, like she just told you, curing and drying and terpenes are serious. So get that yes. information. And if you like what you see in this video, hit the like and subscribe button and drop a comment if you'd like to see anything else, okay? And also don't forget, please don't forget on Sundays, 9.30, Big Bros over at CLTV, they got you. They're gonna you know, be session, having different conversations, you know, maybe talking about growing to all the way about laws and stuff. So go over there, see Green Groblin, Trey, Rob, Tell them your big sis sent you. You know what I mean? And don't forget, you know what I mean? We, we, we run around here chasing at the dog. Or the he always got a project going on. I love that man. Listen, he be, he'll get your little grow room together. Don't forget, okay? And you know how we do on Sundays over here on Grow Like a Girl. We get our, you know, our meditation together. We get our, our, our zen together. We get our skin together. You better go over there and check out Mayhem Guy because he drops a video and information every Sunday, like clockwork. And guess what, people? You can't miss the time. It's the same time like that joint. 420. Understand. Over there, he's going to get you together. And then right after that, 730, I'm going to help y'all stay them coins. You know, we get our grow room on a discount over there. We building tables, you know what I mean? Or either I might do a random phone call. You don't know where big bra I'm going to have on, on a phone call. So, you, you know what I mean? Just pay attention. So, Miss B. Wiki, let me ask you this. How do you deal with all the things that you have going on in your life? How do you, because it seems like you pour into a lot of people. You made a platform where people can come in to vent and release. You made, um, you know, certain information available to educate people. Um, you also have a podcast that you also, you know, bring other energies into your world to let them, you know, let other people know about those people. How do you decompress even from all of that? How do you deal with mental stress from all that? Because you're building a business Then at the end of the day. You get what I'm saying? Yes, this is a platform. Yes, we educate people and that is a beautiful thing. But you still have your own mentalness that you have to, you know, keep control of. How do you deal with that? Um, I do multiple things. Um, I try to maintain a relationship with a therapist, a psychotherapy. Okay is important to me, especially as someone who suffers from depression and PTSD and anxiety. So I find 
um, being in touch with um, those types of resources where possible is very important. Okay. I de and I I use those sessions to decompress where possible. Um, okay. I take walks. I try to take walks multiple times a week or do something a bit physical because um, physical activity just helps me feel better, especially for things like dancing. Cycling. I'm, I've tried to get back into cycling, and it's been going really well. So, um, things like that, I do. We're still largely in a lockdown here, so that okay. I've had okay. to develop different ways to decompress. Whereas, um, well, you don't look locked down. Lockdown, where you ain't nobody looking like lockdown. The rest of us in gang twenty five. You don't look locked down on nothing over here. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> Some of us gotta be like, ooh, they like the lockdown off. I ain't got an excuse to be fat no more. <laughs> but I gotta work out. I love put live the chips music. Down, put the chip down. Yeah, no, I and I love my chips too. But I love live music, and that's one of the things I've been missing was the ability okay. to see music live. Because to me, one of the, the best ways, one of the best enhanced ways to enhance your concert experience is when you're lifted, when you're high. Yeah, I just find I vibrate to the music better. And so the lack of live music, even yeah. from a DJ, I miss that. Um, that was a really good way to decompress for me as well. Um, but, you know, practicing self-care and, and staying connected and doing meetups with, um, with fellow bud sisters. Sometimes, you know, someone is in the area and we go down by the beach nearby and we stash at the beach, you know? Okay. Everybody's bringing a couple of blunts or a couple of joints and we're smoking about a week and a half ago we had a bonfire there actually and we did some rituals to the moon because it was going to be yeah. i believe it was a full moon so okay. um this journey of even you know creating the bud sisters has actually allowed me to connect with so many different black women with different interests and so that's helping me increase my toolkit for coping you know, because okay. I have different ways and different resources and different people to connect with in that for that process. I'm going to ask you the one question that I think everybody in this audience is probably going to be screaming about because I want to know. What's up with that skincare treatment? Because your skin is popping. Like, what are we doing over there? I mean, besides drink, besides minding our business and drinking our water, what else are you over, what else are you over there doing? Because the skin is on fleek right now. Oh, thank you. I'm not doing anything. I, I I think it's my genetics at this point. <laughs> but you am, say thank you, mama. Thank you. Mama. That's my mama. My, and my ancestors got me. Yes, yes, because I can't take full credit. I don't have the best diet. I do try to drink water, but it's never enough. Like I'd be lying if I told you I drink one of these every day. But it's thank you. I just. You know, I'm trying to do my best, you know, eat as well as I can and not overindulge, but... I know that's right. I know yeah. that's right. Yeah. So, what gives you the confidence to be um, a host of your own podcast? Because we're going to talk about that. I want people to know about this podcast and what kind of things you talk about on this podcast as well. Before we get to that, what gives you the confidence to do... Um, Cause I'm, I'm like this. I'm scared still. I'm still terrified. I'd be like, well, okay, I got an interview. I'm scared. But I mean, I is a release for me in a, in a sense, you know. But yeah. I, I get nervous. But I want to know how do you deal with it? Like, how do you get the confidence to say I'm doing this? Oh, it honestly, it started from listening to other people's podcasts. Okay. Um, I 
did Toastmasters, which is an organization that teaches you how to do public speaking, how to get comfortable with public speaking. I did that about 20 years ago. And I used that to help me when I was a teacher of insurance courses. And I, you know, those skill sets of being able to present in front of people, they teach improv skills as well. So you're thinking on your feet, if there's questions, things like that. I found Toastmasters was a good help for that. But in terms of podcasting, for me, it's preparation. Um, I try to research. You did, you know, um, my subject, my guest. And I look for things that I'm very interested in and that I know my audience is curious about. You know, not just the superficial, but, you know, maybe something that I see in one of their posts or commonalities or little background tidbits. I, I'll try to bring that see, up. You nice. You you nice. I Listen, I'm like, oh, I want to smoke a joint with her, so we're going to put her on the show because I want to know what she got going on. This like, this is the only way I'm going to get a chance to get to Canada, to hang out with Khadija and smoke a joint. That's what this is. I'm not even going to lie. Oh, she went to a cup. She went to a, a cup this weekend? Oh, you see her website? Oh, she got so-and-so. Like, I'm just, like, most of the time when I'm such a, I'm a fan. Like, I'm going to be honest. Like, I just, oh I be watching stuff. I Like, most of my guests are because I'm literally, like, it was like my Instagram page. I'm like, oh, that's dope. I want to I want to smoke a joint. Oh, COVID can't even get there. You know, so <laughs> my my kid is to such people. I'm sorry. It's a little selfishness. It's about who the people I want to smoke a joint with. And yeah. So oh. hence on, I'm smoking who I want to smoke with today. That's what this is about. And what are you smoking on? Brain. So Tell I am what smoking. you're smoking on. So I grew out um I, I am a grower. I, uh, I'm testing okay. for, for the last four days. I've been testing um, some OG, what is it? What is it? Berry OG Kush. It's Berry OG Kush. So this, the backdrop on Berry OG Kush is um, I don't grow autos. Like I haven't um, traveled into the auto hemisphere like that as well. Like I tried maybe like once, but anyway, I haven't traveled that down that road quite as yet. So I, st- I grow phenos and normally, um, like that's what I do. So I pop these seeds. I do what I have to do, whatever the case may be. I I started trying to like you know cultivate those, and I come back like maybe like a couple of days later to you know go in my tent because I went away for a few days and I do have a, my sit. I'm blessed to learn how to dial my system into where it's almost self do-it-yourself type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I come back a couple of days later and they are budding like they are in full freaking flower. I'm like wait. How are you in flower? Like the rest of the, you know, the rest of the flowers or plants are like and still like veg. Like I didn't flip them yet. They're not. They're not flipped. These they are in veg, and they are in my veg tent in full blown flower. I was like, wait a minute. They made them. So apparently they must have made a mistake from the place. You know that. You know they made a mistake with the seeds, or the. I'm sorry, because you know this is YouTube. I'm sorry, Bing talk. They made a mistake with the Bings. I'm because you're in Canada. You can say whatever you want, Canada. Right. Over here, Karen will shut us down. Okay, Karen will snip oh. us off. Okay, so when we say the word. The S E E D word we use word beans over here in the states. Oh, so, oh, okay. yeah. So you like you can you can talk about beans, but over here on in the YouTube world, Karen will shut your stuff down if you tell a person where you got it from or how to get it, how to get it. Like I can say, oh, I got it from you know uh, midweek, week, da da da, but I can't say how to get to you. I can't instruct a person how to none of that. You can't talk about that stuff. So we use the word beans. So okay. my beans. <laughs> um. Or I guess also beans, and I didn't know, so I just rock with it. And um, I will say the autos 
you know, did his thing. Like, if you see the pictures of you, you fuck like this best grower on the planet. No, I, you know, I will take credit because it's in my garden. But uh, yeah, I didn't do none of that. <laughs> I didn't do anything. It was straight genetics on that one. It did everything. It did. It damn near defoliated itself. Okay, <laughs> it did everything on its own. I was like, oh, okay, no problem. So uh, it finished out, and then um, I cured it up. And I'm like you. Um, I remember my second run. I couldn't figure out what I was doing. I'm like, I can grow the frostiest stuff. I can. Everything's on point. You know, everything. Everything's good. And then we get to the drying stage, and I'm losing it. I'm like, okay. And it does not end up like being garbage. It ends up being just like, well, not what I'm used to. So, like, right. for example, like, I'm like you. I medicate for, you know, certain things. I'm, I'm medicating all day. I microdose, oh, you call it micro, whatever you would call it. I all day. So, yeah. for me, um, the, the quality of it needs to be a higher standard. So... Yeah. Um, I wasn't producing the quality standard that I wanted. You know what I mean? So I have learned that through my um, my curing process and my drying process, that's where my mistake was. Hence on why the, the on Sundays, people, I do call up big bros that, to give people information where I had trouble at. So that's what I, I gear my show for on Sundays. I had Grow Like a Girl. That's the name of my company, Grow Like a Girl. And that's just basically... As a woman, I'm growing. You know what I'm saying? I am a, I, I was a girl, and I just did a little girl in me that's growing. Um, and I'm just watching. I'm letting it happen on a full scale. And I'm letting it, like, these are the questions I have. Like, why did I boof up? Why did I, you know, um, mess up? How did I mess up my career? So, and I call and I ask questions because people, I realize, especially for women, it's not a space for us just to say, we know, this is what we do. Um, and two is, you know, why not ask? Like, why not? Right. Who's going to, like, either they're going to say not give you the answer or they are. So I feel like ask questions, you get your answers, and we all learn this beautiful plant that we have. So that's what I do. So right now I'm smoking an OG Berry Kush. That's what I'm smoking right now. And, and how's um, it hitting? It's cool. It's actually, it's weird because I'm not a sativa. Uh, well, I can't say sativa in it because I really don't have a preference. But it's just for me, my can, um, cannabinoid system is set up different. And sativas normally put me to sleep. Okay. And indicas, and, and, yeah, and indicas is like, let's go, time to work, chop, chop, you know, you know. So uh, for me, it was supposed to be a sativa. Like from the description, it's supposed to be a sativa. So I'm like, oh, this is going to put me to sleep. And it's, it, yeah, no. It's like, you know, it's not, I'm the opposite. I'm like, every time I smoke it, I'm like, what y'all say? Let's hear this. So it's working pretty good. Is it flavorful? I think it will be more flavorful than what I expected. And a couple of months, because I'm like, really just testing out, I ain't giving a real time to cure like it's supposed to. Um, but I will say for me, I'm slightly disappointed because it smelled really berryish when it was growing. And now it's like really not so berry-ish. It's more pinesy. And everyone knows I don't like pine. Like, so, okay. you know, it still has So sweet... there's pining in it? There's probably yeah, a lot like of pining earth... in it? It's like piney earthiness. So okay. I'm just going to let it cure some more. It has a sweet, a slight sweet hint, but I'm I'm a sugar girl. I like the sweet flavors. Anything, I'm, first of all, I'm greedy. Okay? Anything that you, like, I like anything. So if you be like, oh, I'm growing, you know, banana punch. I'm like, give me that. I'm blowing cherry. Give me that. Anything with food in it, I'm like, give it, give it, give it, give it, give it, give it. You know, okay. I'm like that person. So for me, I like sweet stuff. I'm not a gassy girl. I don't mind though a hint of 
I don't like when the gas comes at the end. I prefer the sweet comes at the end. So if you're going to give me a gassy strain mixed with something sweet, I prefer the gas first, then the trail of the sweetness, not the opposite. Right. Um, but I find out most of the times actually the opposite is like the sweet and then boom, the gas. I'm like, oh God, what is that? So right. um, that's me though. So that's how I'm smoking on now. How has cannabis affected your relationships? Huh. That's interesting. <laughs> It's actually, well, my family relationships, it's, it's actually been refreshing because now I'm transparent. Um, okay. The last person that I was tiptoeing around was my son, who was 13 at the time. Right. And my cousin hey, opened the garage door. we got a can of mom in the building. A can of mom in the building. Hey. But it was so funny because the way I got caught, my cousin opens the garage door and I'm sushing with another cousin. And I, I immediately put the, the joint behind my back and my, my son's like, what are you doing? And my, 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 um, my cousin's like, oh, just own your truth, own your truth. It's legal. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, you caught me. And I showed him, <laughs> you know, um, but we had a, a little discussion after and I said, listen, I use cannabis. It helps me. Um, and it's legal and you know uh you see how the liquor cabinet's there and you don't touch it you're, you're not touching my cannabis either so we're good and that <laughs> he's never <laughs> he, and he's not even remotely interested in it so i'm so far i'm doing good as a matter of fact if i smoke out on the back deck he'll come and close the door because he doesn't even want to smoke so well, that's because it's probably slightly different from when we was growing up. You know, when you was growing up, it was that commercial, this is your brain on drugs. Don't yes. do drugs. Drugs, drugs, yes. drugs. And you know how kids are. If you say don't do something, they want to do something. Now right. that cannabis is legal, you don't have to say, well, this is bad. Don't do this. You're like, oh, no, it's legal. But, you know, it's not illegal until, like, anything else. When you're 18, it's like you can't drive a car until you get a certain age. You can't smoke this until you get a certain age. And they're like, oh, okay. And keep going about their business. Had you right. probably been like, this is illegal. Don't do this. This is bad. He'd have been like, oh, you know how kids do. <laughs> right. And he plays sports. So I yeah, anticipate <laughs> having it having even less appeal from him. Right. That being said, if he were ever injured, I would be totally fine with him using CBD right, right. and would prefer it than than painkillers. You know, and, I know that's um, right. Anything that would give him, of course, you know, side effects, but it would be a discussion in his choice if that were the case. But yeah, um, he has no interest in it. So so far, so good. You know? So you thought she was going to get through this question with giving us some family relationship stuff. Mm-mm, sis. <laughs> you didn't try it. You tried it. It's okay, though. You tried it. Mm-mm. That is not the tea I was looking for, and neither is my listeners looking for that tea. They looking for the tea on uh-uh. What's up with the boo thing? What's up with dating? Is it helping or, or not helping? Mm-mm. She tried okay. it, y'all. Okay. Listen, um... I will date, like now, I tell everybody up front, like if I'm on a dating app or whatever, I smoke cannabis. So it's either making people more intrigued or, you know, others are just fine with it. But, you know, dating apps are problematic. So that aside, um, I find, like, I just tend to attract uh, people that are very open to it. And previously, I always, uh, not always, but I often ended up dating a guy who would smoke, even if it was just on weekends. So okay. it's not a, a hindrance for me, not not in terms of relationships. 
the last person who I dated who didn't smoke ended up taking it up after we broke up anyway. And now he's a big, you know, he's a weekend smoker now. So I'd say I have a positive influence on, you know, people missing. I know, that's right. <laughs> you know, and if nothing else, I at least know if you're coming around me, you're going to be smoking some decent weed. So I think that helps, if anything That's else. good. I know that's right. I mean, I'm like a party starter. Like, oh, yeah. Hey. I feel like you met me high. And probably every conversation we have is high. You know? Yep. Always in my pocketbook. You know, you know I don't know. I'm going to look for it on vacation. I'm only going to place this where it's accepted. Right. You know, right. so you might as well know this is me. Right. But, right. I'm not going to hide it. Uh, you probably want to take your car. You don't want smoking in your car because I smoke in my car. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> and no, I'm not rolling no window down. You messed up the hot box now. They're not talking now. <laughs> so, take your car. I'll meet you there. No. <laughs> Where do you see your business in five years? Ooh. Okay. I see my business in five years providing me the opportunity to educate young adults about cannabis literacy um, at at campuses across the country. I really wanna, you know how, um, yeah, like I really wanna help educate older teens and young adults about cannabis where right now there isn't a lot of information geared towards them. So that's one of the things I'm developing is a cannabis literacy program, first geared for young adults, and then another one for members of racialized communities like our community to talk to the generations that were basically you know, brainwashed into thinking the plant was bad. I want to bring them back and reconnect them with it. Whether it's even, here's a plant, you know, you see it grows. That's what the you know, devil's lettuce you thought it was. It's not. It's just a plant. The devil's he, lettuce. Wait right? a minute. That's the first time I heard that one. Okay. Oh, you've never heard that? You've never no. heard that? Oh, yes. The, the devil's, devil's lettuce. Yes. But yes. when you think about the it, how long? How many of our aunts, our mothers, and, and relatives, uncles could benefit with, you know, the ones that suffer with joint pain and arthritis yes. that could yes. benefit from even topicals? You know what I mean? Um, I don't know about you, but my dad suffers from insomnia. Like, so CBD helps him sometimes with that. Listen, you know? so. could you imagine? Because back then, like, younger, like, our, my, my mom's mom, my grandparents, um, God rest her soul. Uh, but back then, you know, grandma was a housewife, you know, yeah. with six kids, you know what I mean? And not only six, but she had five girls and a boy. Grandma probably needed a joint, like, like, and probably would have been able to probably dealt some with some different things that we didn't know about. So, yeah, I agree with that. Like, I totally agree yeah. with that. Well, even that and, and people like my dad would use alcohol to medicate, like, to help right. him That's sleep right. previously. And you know, let's let's talk about the effects of that. Not just the driving, but it's damaging your liver. It's damage. It's the Correct. sugar, the diabetes, right? Like, and everyone's like alcohol disease. And I'm thinking to right. myself, and this is my opinion. Like, and you scientifically facts. I don't care. Alcohol disease, maximum disease. Alcohol disease is basically like everything else generational. It's a curse, and we have to break it. So therefore, I feel as though, because like like you just said, like my grandparents, like my grandma could have benefited from a joint. My yeah. grandma did suffer from alcoholism at some point. She did get help, you know what I mean? However, um, that was the thing. 
And the first yeah. thing everybody says when you find out a person's grandparents drink is, oh, be careful about them booze. You know, alcoholism runs in their family. No, it doesn't. The stress might run in the family. Some type exactly. of mental thing might run in the family. Let's talk what it really runs in. My, my depression is probably genetically transformed to me, which is being triggered, which I don't know how to do anything else to get to what's legal for me. And at this moment in time, what's legal was the alcohol. Stop causing Don't stop saying, oh, it's a disease. I disagree with I don't like this in my opinion. Someone's going to come for me in the comments, and that's okay. Respectfully, not respectfully, I don't care. That's just my opinion. Like, that's, like I, I think it's just a generational thing, and we pass on some of our good traits, and we pass on some of our bad traits. And it's our job in each generation to figure out what bad traits need to be broken. Hence, on in my generation, cannabis traits needs to be broken, and that's what I'm here for. Mental health awareness is what I'm here for. I advocate for health growers is what I'm here for, and marijuana helps my mom cope with life, and I'm going to keep growing and keep rocking for my mom and the next generation after that, and I'm going to make sure that we have more education and hints on why I want to talk to women in the field for the next generation, for kids, cousins, nieces, nephews. You know what I mean? Like, right now, we have what, colleges. They got colleges now. You can get a whole degree. If somebody would have told right. me when I was in high school I get a master's degree in cannabis, I'd probably have a PhD by now. <laughs> exactly. But exactly and, and, and why not us benefit from that? You know right. what I mean? We it was we were a huge part of what made cannabis the drug on, The drug on the war on drugs. The war on right. Drugs, and we were the drugs. biggest people affected by the war on drugs. By the war on drugs, correct. Right? Because people. if it's us walking down the street and someone of a different complexion, we're the ones that are getting pulled over. Saw myself, saw it even, you know, on vacation with my ex-husband in New York City, Times Square. Like, right. it's it, there, you know, the targeting of and, and persecution of our people under the guise of the war on drugs, we've all got scars from that, so. I know yeah. that's right. Yeah, and remember, people, go over there and check out Crystal on Free My Weed Man because that's the new thing going on right now, and that's what we support. Free our weed man, you can't get legalization until you free our weed man. That's where we're at with it. Anyway, yep. <laughs> if you like what you see in this video, hit the like and subscribe button, leave a comment. And if you want me to build something, if you somebody you want to speak with, you want to search to it, do that in a comment as well. Also, all of Miss Weed Wiki information is also in the description. And I promise you, if you go in the description, it's going to be some coins you can save, whether it's a light, whether it's a tent, whether it's some other things down there. Just down in the description, check it out. So, enough about all the, you know, cannabis. I want some tea. What's that wildest cannabis story you ever did? What's the wildest oh. thing you ever did in cannabis? And oh. I don't mean like, oh my God, I smoked the pot in my grandma's bathroom. That's not what I'm talking about. I want some tea. Oh, wildest thing I've ever done with cannabis. Um, I was in South Beach, Florida. I wanted weed. So we were walking around looking for weed. And you, when you're on vacation, right, there's the universal signal, you know, do smoke. But how do you first find out? You're sniffing the air. So, of course, I, my nose found weed. I found somebody smoking this guy. And I said, hey, can I buy about $10 of weed off of you? And he's like, you want to buy, like, an eighth? I go, yeah, just about $10. So he, he gives me the weed. He, I go, could you roll it for me? He goes, you want me to smoke what? it too? Too? Yeah, that's what I want to say. I want to buy it. Well, wait, you want me to buy it, smoke it, roll it? <laughs> what? But the problem was I couldn't roll to save my life. But 
thanks to him shaming me in that moment, thanks, you know, weed man in, in Southeast Florida, I went back to my hotel room, used my wife, the hotel Wi-Fi, and was like scouring YouTube for the Wiz Khalifa method to roll these zigzag <laughs> I am such a bad roller. It was it 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 probably I, I don't even remember that weed, but the experience getting it was hilarious. And now thanks to Natalie's tutorials to our group, I will never be caught flat footed again because even if I don't have cones, all I need is a is a chopstick. I can roll with a chopstick thanks to Natalie teaching me my I know that's right. That's right, man. Show show it. That's, I know that's right. Yes. So Wiz Khalifa can keep his method. He can keep it. Okay. We got the end Scott scoop over here. She already we got somebody see y'all better check her out. She got people over there giving rolling classes, okay? Exactly. Out of cone. Cause you know, some of us around here, like I I can roll a little bit. The only problem with my me rolling is I don't like, so the middle part is perfect. I don't okay. like the ends, right? So I started using like uh, like the little rolling machines, which yes. is crazy because it has me looking like, so people's like, well, I whip out a joint. They're like, oh my gosh, she has the perfect J on the planet. I'm like, I know, right? Look like a professional roller. I didn't roll <laughs> shit. <laughs> I didn't roll nothing. The machine did it. But I, I be listening. I brought the machine, so I did it. <laughs> right, so, exactly. That's exactly so, it. So I wrote that joint. <laughs> but honestly, uh, cones have been life-changing for me because yeah. I used to have a raw roller machine, and sometimes it would get gummy, or I would roll it wrong, or it would start falling out, you know, on one end because I was being greedy. Yeah, so the, the cones I, have I, saved me. I can understand that. A lot of people use the cones. I'm not... I don't know. Me and Nicole sometimes be fighting back and forth. I don't know. But I did get some cool vegan ones from someone, and they were pink, and they were cool. So that made them a little easier. But most of the cones, I always break them. I don't know. I do something crazy with them. I don't know why, but I just do. I have no clue. For Is there any organizations or charity programs that people, because, like, we're, like, you know, we're in the States, you're in Canada. So in Canada, is there any charity programs you know, because I do have Canada watchers, you know what I mean? They come and watch us on Twitch as well. So, you know, um, if you guys want some information, like I said, look her up. She's in Canada. But what organizations and charities that you have that you would like people to know about? Oh, okay. So up in Canada, with legalization, um, it was great that they did that, but they did nothing for social equity. Nothing okay. at all. So um, some organize, and there aren't really any, to, to be honest, but there's some people um, that are business leaders who are actually starting to lead some great programs that are trying to fill in some of those gaps. But uh, some great ones I've heard about are like Organja Society that okay. um, is about, you know, promoting the wellness of cannabis. Um, Harvester, which is the first bro black um, brother-sister duo to be uh, to own a black cultivation, and so they have a federal, like, national level cultivation license. They're starting an entrepreneurship program, a black entrepreneurship program. So I would keep an eye out for that. Um, and obviously, so, like, definitely... I have to get a stamp on my passport. Wait a minute, oh, you need to come up. You definitely <laughs> need, need to come up. Yes. But um, definitely keep our website, www.afrocanadabudsystem.com. Keep that handy and check back for it because anytime there's a new event or an opportunity, 
we're definitely going to share that. Um, we'll definitely be representing uh, in some capacity at the upcoming Lift & Co. Uh, cannabis Exposition. You know, it's going to be happening over four days um, in late November. Hopefully, if, you know, the numbers allow and, you know, this, there's some kind of um, allowance still for public events, then we'll be there. And we're looking forward to seeing a lot of people there and to grow our groups. Like, we've also started the Bud Brothers group, but it's a little quieter because, <laughs> interestingly enough, guys don't really want to talk weed too much with each other, we're fighting. <laughs> right, 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 right. I agree. Yeah, but mind you, and here's one of the things that we discussed too, weed was always easy for men to share with each other, whether, you know, they'd right. be sessioning at the barber shop, at garages, you know, when you're going to pick up your, your you know, from the weed guy at the gate, whatever, it's, it's always been men-centric, not women, though. And so right. Bud Sisters is also filling that need for women to learn to, yes, bond together with weed, but also to empower each other. So we promote, for right. example, on Fridays, we promote any business owners in our group. So there's women who have bath and beauty products and fused products in our in our group. There are women who have um, programs that do um, like uh, fresh fruit from, um, fresh exotic fruits from the islands uh, promotion. Like we promote any type of business women in our group. We we give them the venue, like the platform to advertise their business on Fridays in our group. There are women who sell Y'all, yeah. y'all better hit her up. She got a platform for y'all to advertise. Let's go, exactly. people. Get exactly. information, ladies. Get information. Yeah. So, do you eat edibles? A little bit. Not a lot because I'm so used to the gratification and timing of inhaling. But I have started really dabbling with teas. I'm all over tea right now. Like cannabis okay, and so you, teas. Okay. On this journey that I'm on, like um, the path that I'm on now, what advice would you give me? I would tell you to keep doing what you're doing. You are connecting with some amazing people. And Thank I you. love that that it's it's your motivation to set. Because I love I want to do this in person with you someday. So I feel like yes. you know we're one step closer to Y'all are not playing me. Listen, I will pull up and book a flight. Wait a minute. Wait, wait before it's, COVID shut back down again, because you know I don't know. But <laughs> And where are you based out of? I'm in Pennsylvania. <gasps> I was there in summer twenty nineteen. Like yeah, I have I'm family in, in north of Philly. So yeah, we're gonna session person sometime. Matter of fact, I wanted to go to the Roots picnic in Philly last night. I had tickets for that, but then a pandemic happened. I know. The Roots picnic is fabulous. They are. That's, that's good energy. Good, good, good energy. Oh, it's I've so never been, and, and I really wanted to go. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So, remember, people, if you like what you're seeing in this video, hit the like and subscribe button. Don't forget, over there on Sundays at 9.30, check out, you know what I mean, our big bros on CLTV. Also, on Mondays, they got Munchie Monday with Trey, I believe. That comes out at 6 o'clock. I hope he's catching, the, you know, the California people as well. He drops out a new infused recipe on Mondays at 6 o'clock. Don't forget on Sundays, we also have the, you know, mad hip god over there. Get Like I said, get my zen together. And at 7.30, we're going to bring you to the gardens. And sometimes we dial up a few folks. Don't forget to also check out Miss Wiki on her Instagram.
Instagram and her website page as well. If you like what you see, hit the like and subscribe button. Last and final question, my love. Thank you for hanging out with me. Thank you for sharing your energy in your space. I appreciate everything about you today, my love. Last question. Your dream sesh. You got five people, dead or alive. Who's at this sesh? <laughs> okay. Um, dream sesh. Issa Rae. I want a sesh with Issa Rae. First yeah. Go on, go on. Yeah. Um, I'd like to sesh with. You know. I want to sesh with Coretta Scott King. Hmm. Oh, yeah. I would never thought of that. That's dope. Go ahead. That's dope. Yes. That is dope. That's dope. Yeah. <laughs> and I'd like to sesh with, with, um, let me think who else. There's a few. Oh, um, I love Regina Hall. <laughs> I like her she too. Said, I like she her said, too. She looks I like, like someone who would be fun to get high with. Yeah. And yes, everybody, I think. You got Regina Hall agree. and Karate King Scott at one, at one set? Girl, that's fire. Yes. Go ahead. Yes. Um, and right, we have Issa Rae in there. Mm -hmm. um, got two more. Two more. Um, Prince. That's the first. Okay. Never heard of that yeah. one. Okay, that's the first. I know. I I and I would just hope he'd be down. Let's just hope he's down for it. <laughs> <laughs> he would be. He would be. I can see it. I can see it too. I can see it. And um, oh, who is that last person? I think I need another guy in there. I definitely maybe Gil Scott Heron. I don't even know who that is. In, in he's a poet. He's a poet. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Spoken word on. We being educated people. We gonna have to look this up. <laughs> I'm gonna have to know what she's talking about. I didn't know this person. The revolution well, will not be televised. The the I, author of that. Okay. I'm yeah. going to watch me watch me look it up. Let's well, Miss Week Ricky, also known as Kanisha, thank you for hanging out with us. Thank you for session with me today. I appreciate you. I had so much fun. And remember, people, look her up, check her out. Remember, them links are going to be in the description below. You know what I mean? If you're in Canada, check her out. She, you know, only, you know, right there, she's right there in Canada. You know what I mean? So check her out, people. And remember, tonight, the shenanigans continues. Uh, don't forget, Candace Tisha at the Dark 1030. You never know who swings by. Remember, because every guest is cool. So you don't know who's going to drop by just to come with the shenanigans. You might even see Miss Me Weekend in one Friday night at yes. 1030. You know what I mean? Man, don't come at 1030 with all these questions. We're here to such and just trip out on at the dark and get into what we call the fuckery, okay? On some things. Let's be clear, people. So hit the like and subscribe button if you like what you see. Remember, people, stay lifted. Uh...